Alright everyone, what is up? This is the Anime Couch we got for today. It's your host, Flaza Dude. We got today on the couch, Troy and Justin. Say what's up. What is up? Alright, so. Hi. Thank, thank, thank you for the, for the late <laughs> go. At, I, I was looking at you and I was like, he's, he's, he's stalling right now. And I, I, you know, whatever. Anyways, so let's sit down and get to it. So be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, because, you know, clearly remember that one. Uh, Amazon Music, Audible, and Spotify. There we go. That's all of them. All right. And then also on the YouTube, if you're watching it here or there. I don't know, support either way, back or forth, however you want to do it. But anyways, this episode, we are going back to the spring anime season where I watched like 40-something shows. It was a great time of my life. I knew what I was doing, and I was totally sane at that point. It's made me rethink decisions, and I've definitely like almost have that list. In my have, I mean, watch like 10 shows less this season. But I'm going to try to do like 10 shows less for next season you know i'm thinking ahead even though it, my output depends on what I, okay see the issue is my output depends on if i know there's shows i'm gonna watch or if a show has a really good opening or outro and i don't add music to my anime list unless i watch the anime so i have to force myself to watch a trash show which has uh, happened this bro, season i never watched shit on that domestic partnership bullshit got that on the playlist <laughs> the, bro it's a good song i'll watch the show one day too and i know it's, it's i know slash, it's trash bro i know i'm not trying trash, to watch, me love watch tri- that i got no problem with love triangles if it's your teacher and your stepbrother then but if it's your teacher and your stepsister bro oh it's that's what uh that... yeah it, it it's their sisters and then his it, it, the family stuff yeah as far as i remember i think See that one? Like usually you can be like, well, it's a different culture and thing. Mm, that one's that one's tough. That one's I mean, tough. I could say different culture doesn't mean it's not tough, but it's my excuse if I have to use it. Well, no, but like when I will I'll make people will be like, Why are they drawn like that with the big boobs and blah blah blah? And it's like different culture, bro. Well, if they're drawn like that with the big boobs, that's merchandising. It's like, why are you selling a kid show where they're fucking step-siblings, yeah? <laughs> That's weird. Merchandising. Keep that shit to the private tab. I don't know. Some of those shows are good, even though stupid. Good. Depends on the writing. I, I am uh, here to defend all weird anime things. That is my job. I don't know. I don't know, man. I have to. It's in the business I dr- description. I draw the line at family affairs uh <laughs> i don't have any lines hey, but that intro though <laughs> that intro though all right but speaking of a show with a good inch see i'm about to get into this show and i know i'm of the lesser opinion here i know i'm in the minority because i think the show does not deliver the things i needed from the show for me to think it's good the show is 86 very popular light novel very complex deep plot that involves uh let's think in racism and like superior race it's like if hitler won type vibes you know Wait, it's not really novel? that but i gotta use it as an excuse Wait, a light novel without the long title yeah i mean That's... not all light no- there's a lot of light novels that have short titles it's mainly newer stuff that have the really long titles 
just for, you know, the fact that you only have so many titles you can make in the, the universe and uh, two, at, just, at, just for the joke of it all. At some point, we have to, like, collect all the longest light novels and rank them from worst to best. There's a light novel. I, <laughs> I believe it's a light novel that has its name of the book is the actual book. Like, it tells a story, in itself, but it's just the name of the book. Yeah, I I have, yeah, it's it's pretty funny, but you know, it's I, I know it's like very lengthy, so whatever. Eighty six, anyways. So they it has this main something with that too. Has has this main chick right, and then you have uh, the other characters, but essentially the plot is, so she works for uh, this military, and the military has like operations that involve using these people called the eighty six, which are essentially like your slaves sure for lack of a better term i know there's better terms but my brain ain't functioning on all cylinders right now so i just gotta deal with it so if you hate me for it then oh well hate me that's fine i'm used hey, to yo, it. why you gotta bring race into it man listen nah let me not call you my slave right now are you pro <laughs> <laughs> i i know a guy or two that are pro and let me stop I, I do know a guy who does it as a joke too, which you is do funny. Live in Florida. Yeah, I, I I'm in the place, but it's the person doesn't even live in Florida. He lives in thinking like, Aus- No, does he live in Germany? I think he lives in Germany, which is even funnier. But let me let me not go into it's hilarious. But you know, people who can meme that hard, I respect. But anyways, <laughs> eighty six story. She's she's a part of the upper echelon military. She operates. She controls this unit of 86, but she, she actually cares for them. Her father cares for them, but he got killed because of that. So now she wants to do the good thing and be like, oh, your people are not like slaves or anything to be used as tools. You have like your own lives, but they are, they've had multiple commanders. So every time they go through it, it's like, okay, you, we have these commanders. They treat us like trash. We're just tools to be used. People, their groups die all the time. They fight these like military drones that might be sent from the, the people who are having them fight in the first place just to get better sets of weaponry. They, they just might be tools in the long run, used by tools, for tools, you know. And so the premise is that, like, she's... It's, it, like it's, it's a very character-driven story. My issue is I think they do a bad job at the character-driven part. It's a good story, don't get me wrong, but the fact is they have a bunch of side characters and they focus on, like, two and there's a lot of scenes with the other side characters over time and it's not like they're bad scenes they just don't do anything when a bunch of characters are just going to be dying over time and then i'm just not going to care about them because oh we had an episode where they were kind of a character and then oh they're gone oh where'd they go oh they just died you didn't emphasize you didn't show i don't need to see the death but if you're going to have me care about the character have do a better job of having me care about the character first and i know like maybe if either you or justin watch you might like it more than me like my rating, I gave it like on website wise was a six, but like if I was gonna rank it, I put it in C tier. It was mid for me. I'm not mm-hmm. putting anything above. But there was really good episodes that I really liked. So I'm not gonna downplay every episode. I think the premise it just didn't hit where I needed to, and I didn't find any connection to it that I wanted, and I was disappointed thoroughly. I wasn't thoroughly disappointed. There was good moments, but it just didn't hit. Overhyped. I wouldn't even say it's overhyped. I think if I were to read the light novel, I'd like it more because I've heard it does a better job. It's just people who've read the light novel have hyped up the anime as if it was a really good adaptation. I was like, I don't know about that one, Chief. I think you're just sucking it off. I think that's about to happen with Chainsaw Man. No, people genuinely like Chainsaw Man. 
I am gonna get so much hate when Chainsaw Bro, Man. Bro, they're gonna out. fucking and Mappa's gonna come pull their giant. No, dick, no, it, it it's gonna be a good anime. Freak the but fuck it's a trash. It's a trash series to me. But it's gonna be a good anime. People just it. People see it as deep as Ava is, and you know, when it comes to that, I I have. I have resistance, but that's just me. And people are free to have their opinions. It's just if people relate to Denji as a character, I I, I would be afraid to talk to you in like real life. You know, like just there's parts about him that are I'm like, dude, you're just down bad. You're just hardcore definition, and you yeah. deserve a lot that you get. <laughs> it's like those people who stand the fuck out of the leather, the red leather guy from Seven Deadly Sins. I'm like, oh, I like Bond. You mean the guy fucking the kid? Hey, Get out of here. Hey, Bond's a man, good character, one bro. Of those people? Bond's one a good character. People, Get the fuck out of Bond's here. Bond's like one of the best characters in that series. Yeah, because that show sucks ass, and he's a pervert, and Meliodas is weird. If you like you know, any of the, the show is, I didn't want, I read it, right. and the first with, 100 with, chapters are mid. The second set of 100 chapters are man. better. The third set of 100 chapters improves until the climax, and then it just drops. And then you come, you have, you have the final arc not final arc that was like oh the show was about to end but here's the backup arc to conclude the last character's arc that arc is good at the second half but you know with Meliodas, i bag. understand calling calling him a pedo but bond it's just a a, a grown Bro, she's 800 like years old overly grown woman drawn as a kid yeah uh, <laughs> it's not bond's fault it's the artist's fault <laughs> Yeah, blame don't, the artist. Don't don't blame the guy. The guy is like one of the best written characters in that series. Put in a lot of work. Being the best written character in a fucking cracker barrel of a show is not. A... No, nah, that could mean something. You don't know how well written. Like, there could be a trash show, but sometimes like you have child. like a top ten character of like all time in a trash show. It happens. Like a show doesn't detract from how well written a character is. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you get away with use that. Use that as a. It's not it's not some resume booster to be like it's like no but if you have a discussion on characters like you have a lot to work with even if the character is in a trash show because psychology analysis personality things like that you can you can go off about that yeah about him being a pedophile she has the body of a child bro i don't know maybe petite is better for him i'm, I'm not gonna petite? <laughs> that to be fair that's what she is she's an adult so that's what it is no, it's not. She has an undeveloped child's body. She can't Bro, bear children. She has see, no development. My issue is I have a sister who's tiny, and she's literally six years older than me. What am I going to do? Be like, oh, if someone likes her, that's a lollipop. It's real. My, it happens. My aunt is 4'8". She's tiny. She, she looks like a woman. <laughs> she's, <laughs> if you look at someone and are like, is that a kid? And she's like, actually, I'm 800. Be like, you look like a kid. I'm mean, just not. I mean, an anime. Hey, they do man, it on purpose. That's but, the stereotypes yeah. of short people, man. I can't believe you. I'm short, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't even want to. You can't prove that. You're sitting down. If someone came up to me and said, "Hey, you look really young. Do you want to have sex because you look young?" I'd be like, "No, that's creepy." But that's not what happens in most of these. Things. Like maybe that. Yeah, guys, sure, you did, but like. You did it. It's personality-wise, and they usually know their age at some point. It's not like they're like, oh, I'm just going to hit on you right away half the time. She could have said anything. Uh-huh. He didn't fucking... <laughs> he Bro, are took... you anti-love? Bro, she, she's took... old. 
he you took a child's word for, for it. Of years? He took Come a on. child's word for it that she was 800 and it, ran with To be that. fair, it is not like those series where like people <laughs> no, like, no, no, hold there, up, there, hold there are animes where people imagine lie about their seven, age for like dramatic scenes. Imagine a old girl comes up to you and is like, let's hook up. And you're like, no way, you're a kid. That's why like, we see ID. He's like, no, I'm 800. You'd be like, 800? Sweetheart, that's ridiculous. You can't be that old. Ah, that's now, I, now I know you're a kid. You always got to ID him. Now I know yeah, you're an always gotta hit him with the child because you're talking <laughs> nonsense like being 800. It's like, that's a red flag, if anything. It's funny if she was actually 800 and you just didn't know. Yeah. Now it's you're not just funny at all. <laughs> now you're just yeah, it's just discriminating, bro. <laughs> bro, it's being discriminant <laughs> about not... Fucking people are built like children. Like, I'm what? like, I'm not into that, but like, if someone was like, who looked younger, was like my age, it's not like I'd be like, oh no, the world is ending. I can't. Bro, looking younger and looking younger are diff are they're those are different things. I look young. People would probably guess my age below what I am. People I mean, wouldn't. Be, they wouldn't be like, "Oh yeah, he's five. I mean, you do look kind of five, man. I know. Like, if you could just like superimpose your face on like a younger body, and I don't know, it'd be difficult. Hey, you can get money that way, man. Get hired. <laughs> oh, no. on, get hired on to catch a predator, man. Yeah, and then I'd have people like Ban come into my fucking house with donuts and shit. Bro, he only likes Elaine. Don't don't put him in a box here. Yeah, man, he doesn't like other little kids. That's what you just the one. <laughs> yeah, just we, the one. <laughs> we didn't get his entire backstory. He could have been. Yeah, you do. Off. You do get his entire backstory. No, not his entire backstory, bro. Oh, you're talking about like the irrelevant stuff that happens in a character's life that no one cares about. Yeah, apparently no one cares when he fucks kids. So he was probably fucking kids all over the place off screen. Hey, you gotta oh, do man. what you gotta do. The the, the curse surviving of immortality. The streets, man. Surviving the streets. Yep. You never know what happens out there. Bro. <laughs> He's rolling with Meliodas, who's just Captain Grabass. To be fair, if you want to talk about someone who was the worst defender, it's King. Because even if Elaine was giant, she was still really young when he first met her, and he was very old. That's the that's the criminal. Yeah. Man. Yo, all Bro, the males. It's King. Dude, all the males in there, man. They're all kind of shifty. The guy who know, wrote you that can't is probably Escanor. dumb shifty. Oh yeah, Escanor. He he went he went after the old. Wait, hold on. Or or Gother. Gother was just interesting. The best character on that whole show is the pig. The pig. Man, that pig's annoying, man. I very <laughs> I rarely like mascot characters. The Hawks. House? I I like I like Hawk's brother though. The house Thinking is the wild. best fucking character, bro. Oh, the house? I thought oh, you were talking you're about, talking about Hawk's mom. <laughs> Hawk's mom. Okay, okay. Oh, you're talking the fucking pig that the main girl carries? Yeah. Yeah, talk- that's what I thought you Pig. <laughs> see, I forgot that thing existed. The only thing that stuck <laughs> out to me was like, oh, shit, that house is a pig. That's dope. Mm-hmm. And the pig isn't problematic. <laughs> not an offense no bro that pig has one kid one child in stinking hell and the other one is just annoying 
That's very problematic. That's anime shit, bro. He's not on a list. <laughs> Maybe. A, you don't know. Hawks, bad parents fucking. Hawk's mom, man. I don't know. All right. Let's, let's get that was That was an interesting, like, 10-minute <laughs> tangent there to go on Bond's streakiness, bro. bro. Anyways, <laughs> next next show, Back Arrow. Okay. I know I trashed the show's first half of the season because it was trash. Whatever. I stuck through it. The second half delivers not like crazy high it's just it like if you were to put in the work for the series and you made it to the point where they get into the whole concept of god and other worlds and like the the frailty of life and death part and then that's what this second half is and then it's like all right if i stuck through it then there's something worth it is it a terrible high that i'd say like if i never watched the show and i knew this is what i was getting into that i'd watch it no i wouldn't watch it it wouldn't be worth it but because i started it and that's what i got Sure, it's satisfying. I give it a B. A lot of the characters are a little like there's a lot of downside characters, like who just are like, what's the purpose of having these characters? But the plot itself is what I think delivers in the long run, less the characters. So there's positives, a lot of interesting themes. I'm not gonna call them good themes per se, because it's like perspective if it's good or not, but very interesting. Ah, shoot. Next show is one of my nines from last season, which means I'm going to have to put into S tier because I think I have to do that for all my nines because I got to populate S tier somehow. So next show is Bakuten, which means backflip. The show was men's gymnastics. Did I think it was going to be good? No way at all. Oh, bro, I heard this shit was really good. Bro, I actually really like this show. Like weekly, I was like... I am so impressed on how much and like the CG actually looked clean. Like for the gymnastic scenes, like I know people trash on CG. The CG looked clean. Like the movements, the fluidity of it, it looked so nice to watch those scenes. And they were like three to four minutes. Bro, yeah. If you got I was time impressed as to hell. CG, it can look fucking okay. My main thing gangster. on CG, I, I I'm more like if I'm gonna complain on CG, it's more of the fluidity and the motion of it than how it looks itself because CG can look like it's CG. Like it's I can't imagine it looking like video game CG most of the time. And even video game CG, if I compare like nowadays to like early to that, like anime television CG definitely has not improved to great lengths for certain budgets. You need like movie budget for that clean as hell CG, right? Yeah. So right. anime studio is not getting that. So if you can get really good looking movement out of CG, like certain studios can pull off, you know, then power to you. Sometimes it looks too nice. And just CG being there never just outright bugs me. So when it comes to those athletic scenes, it's definitely some of my favorite CG I've seen in a hot minute. That's for sure. But like plot, it's, it's just, it's like, you know, it's competitive storyline, right? You have the group, they're in a competition, they're trying to win. That's what you're getting. And they work hard. They try to work bond as a unit. And you have their ups and their downs. You have the character moments. It's just, you know, some shows it delivers well, some it doesn't. And like for this sports show, it hit really good. It a lot of good emotional beats. The soundtrack delivered to emphasize some of the moments. I, this is an easy recommendation for me. I'd easily throw it in my S tier from last season. Like, it's like an S tier for the long run. It could even be an S tier in like a true list if I ever made, but like I probably would only have like, my tens in a true list if i actually had a proper s tier which would only be like six shows so you know it would be, and then it'd be an a tier but it'd be high up in a tier for sure it's a very impressive show next show battle athletes restart this is a remake of the original that came out in like the 90s it's a fine show it's about a bunch of girls who are in this 
thinking athletic competition that is like it's like Miss Universe if Miss Universe was a bunch of random like you wouldn't normally think of athletic competitions the thing is is a very uh, simple plot like it, it does emphasize like individual characters for moments I just don't think some for the most part a lot of the storylines actually deliver it feels rushed in some regards like if it was written like a more proper show like with emphasized to be like the next big thing it'd be one thing but it's written to be a remake so it's like very simplistic in plot and it's like something that if you watch the original this would be for you because it'd be like oh it's what i used to watch and i liked it then type thing but it's only 12 episodes so there's only so much you can deliver i think there's certain premises that could hit more if it was like a well-built show but with 12 episodes and like the premise it had in that time frame, it couldn't deliver on all beats. So I'd have to put it in. What 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 is our tier list? We have S A B C. Is it D or is it Demon Slayer? No, it's Magi. And then Okay, a- Magi. You're right. You're right. Uh, my bad. I gotta put Bakuten in Magi tier. But is there's no D, it's straight to Demon Slayer, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me double check for me this way, because if I wouldn't put it into Demon Slayer unless I absolutely have to. But if we have a D tier, yes, I would put it into D tier. But if not, I'd have to put it into C tier because it's not Demon Slayer tier. I already got shows planned out for Demon Slayer tier well in advance. And I knew that like the first episodes of, I think, the shows I put into there. But other than that, it's a fine show if you know what you're getting into, but you're not getting anything special. Um, next show, which hilariously is from a writer who's like has shows that are in my stinking Magi tier of tears. This show just was not it. And it's even lower than battle athletes, which is hilarious. Oh, I'm the best. Like there's only one reason this show wouldn't be in Demon Slayer is because the final arc of the series, which I think is like book three or four, but it's a uh, shown in Tante Don pretty boy detective club. It is a work from very popular Japanese uh, author who does uh a lot of detective series. So the premise is it's about a group of middle school boys who uh, have a detective club with three rules. You have to be a detective. Yes, you have to be a detective to join the detective club in middle school. You mm-hmm. have to be a boy and you have to be pretty. Those are rules, right? Simple. My thing is, in comparison to his other works, like thinking like Monogatari or uh, Zari Goto or other works he's done, that are like very compelling complex stories this one is like one of those stories but like written for children and so you have the main character who's the emphasis and the focal point where a lot of the plot goes through and you have the other main characters who are the actual male characters right because again the one character who joins the group is is a female she breaks the rules you know but she cross-dresses for the sake she cross-dresses for the sake of being a part of the group they all know she's a female and all but that's what she does but they, they basically solve a bunch of detective things that are happening, like different phenomenons or events that are happening. It's like, all right, we have this thing, so we're going to solve it. Very simple, straightforward plot. The thing is, when it comes to the solving of the mysteries, the downside of a detective story, when you know what essentially the solution is half the time, is that then you don't have the impact. Like a thriller or a detective story being spoiled is one of the things that could take away from like the suspense of it all. The problem is it's very underwhelming in the stories until like the final arc and then secondly um i was going on something with words bro i brain farted hard that's that's impressive 
yeah, that's literally what happened. I don't know if I was talking about detective stories or this plot, plot itself. And somewhere in my brain, those lines crossed. And I was like, what was I talking about again? But whatever. Circuits. I'm sure it's talking really hard. Yeah, the detective, like, no, knowing what's going to happen. But also when they, after they tell it, I think this is what I was going to say. After they tell you what happened, they, they explain it in a very drawn out way to explain things that, like, you could have figured out on your own. And it would, it's not built to be as like complex. I, I think it's intended to be as built that way, but because of the way the plot goes, I feel like it tells so much that you could just like figure out things or like it's very rudimentary things where it's like, yeah, that's an answer you could get, but you don't have anything to tell that answer. So now you're explaining it, but there's no impact because realistically you didn't tell everything I needed to get to this point. So it's like one of those two options when you're getting these stories. Now, at least with the final arc, they actually had a character was very compelling as like their villain character for the arc the antagonist the dude was a psycho and his concept was really cool and i'm not gonna spoil it because i think that arc is definitely worthwhile so if you want to watch the series like that's the arc to look forward to my my downside with the series was it's only the main character mayumi dojima who is more compelling like the other characters are compelling in concept they have tropes that you could be like okay but if you ever wait for the characters to be developed beyond the tropes that are established you're really not getting that. That's the downside. Cause like, I, if I'm going to read a story like that or watch it, I need the side characters to be fleshed out too, especially if they're a focal point for scenes. And if they're not, then you're like short selling me on the story. So. Huh, um, if we have a detail, oh, I'm telling you, if Justin ever gets back to me on that, but if we have a detail, I'd put in detail. I don't know if I throw it in demon slayer tier. Cause that last arc is good. Yeah, we do have a detail. We do have a detail. Okay, I can see. I, I don't want to start throwing things in Demon Slayer tear just to be rude now. <laughs> I was like, I have shows planned for it. I, I don't think these are the ones. So this would definitely be on the back half of detail, though. It it was not the show for me. All right, next up. I know Troy watched this. My Hero Academia Season 5. Mid-Hero Crapademia. <laughs> this, is, this is the joint training arc, okay? The joint training arc. And then... Uh, it was joint training, and then the uh, it wasn't the hellish Todoroki family part. It was, what's the second half? Was it just the joint? It wasn't just the joint training. endeavor. Yeah, yeah, that started during that part, but a lot of the better parts of that arc did happen in the second half. To now, There's the Christmas bullshit. Yes, the Christmas episode was there. A lot of the fillery feeling ones. Yeah, I really can't tell you the ending ones because they, what they did in the anime is they took the manga and they kind of threw it out of order so that like screws me up when i'm trying to run timelines in my head so i really don't remember which episodes were where because now they're throwing my hero my my villain academia into the back half of the season with let me go on my rant now they are going to put (laughs) my villain academia in like six or seven episodes that's bs bro no yeah they're gonna that is disrespectful as hell (laughs) considering that is like my top one of my top three arcs in this series that is Deku they, doesn't punch the they, shit out of anyone, so it's not barely properly conveyed overall arc for me, and that was in thirteen episodes, and I think that was too short because they didn't get to flesh out certain side character moments, and that is a travesty to me because there's a lot of moments in thinking overhaul arc I really loved that I think the anime did not do enough credit to, especially when they thinking slide showed Mirio's moment because there was a lot of good scenes in that, especially when you go no, to the past and the scenes with Amajiki and Nejiri. And like, even though Nedry still doesn't do anything in the series outright, manga, anime, whatever, she's just there for looks. 
sadly you know she could have something but she hasn't there's but yeah, to like, be fair my hero my, my hero has waifus who do stuff like mirko and lady nagant but you know manga readers know so leave that for that but you know whatever they're about to they're about to make me go through sinking flashbacks of what happened that time because there's two prop there is like a good solid one quarter one third of that arc that's a lot of setup that is just okay the very start of the arc, I didn't care for. Once you get outside and they go to the city, everything after that starts to pick up really quick. Other than me hating Redestra as a villain. That is like my downside of the arc proper. I just think he's underwhelming and there's nothing positive. But seeing the development yeah, of the league... He's disappointing. That's what hits so much. But, but dude, that's what I was saying. Deku doesn't beat the shit out of anyone. So they Studio, Studio Bones has some choices, man. They they have some iffy choices with how they choose to run the anime at times. And I think that it's starting to really hit me that they are doing a lot of things that like are underwhelming for me, especially because they also want to prop up like the movie as well. So they take time to advertise that. Like, well, bro, well, stop that's hassling true, my episodes. But bro, the thing is, I know like, it's your money maker, but still, like, they don't, fucking. Don't uh, I don't know the stuff that gets them trending on like social media and shit isn't ever like you know like an awesome backstory as much as it is like did you see Deku do the one punch thing it, it's 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 the my hero academia fan base going off on the normal things they go off on it's yeah, and so then the studio is going to feed now, them i'm glad so people it's like, like that you know no, 100%, and it was cool, but it's like the studio is going to continue to feed but the group that gets them trending. Yeah, and like I mean, they're going to, that's what it's they're marketing. like, oh, this is what the people like. Yeah. They like when Deku goes fucking ham squat on people. But thinking like, shafting the plot for that, bro. It's like the best no. episode you've had and, in a fucking and year was Aizawa and Present Mike talking to their old friend. See, see, the way they did that episode, though, like, it hit. Like, you delivered. The manga did not hit me as hard when I was watching because they included that was my That was one of my favorite yeah. parts in the manga. And then I was like, they're doing this episode here? They, like, they okay. did it good. As, they did it really good, yeah. though. And they, they, they included like, okay. scenes from, like, um the, the spinoff that includes uh my guy. Mm-hmm. His, his, uh, Kumogiri. He has a different name in uh but it, it's kumo something in the its actual name but whatever it is anyways yeah like those scenes and like when you read the spinoff and you get those because you actually get proper you get a proper arc with him and like aizawa flashing back so definitely hit me even more because i was like dang i really feel like crap and they were so emotional i was like hey this is this is hidden so really good episode but minus that like if we go to the joint training arc it's my least favorite arc, I think, in the manga, downright. It feels like filler down in the manga. It feels like because it's the plot of the there, series, it's up there with uh, what's his fucking name, La Brava, and the power mm-hmm. of love in the school, yeah, festival. yeah, yeah, gentle and La Brava arc. Yeah, it's on Which, par with that for me. I, I like a lot of character moments in the arc because it doesn't, it's not emphasized to be like an intense arc. Joint training definitely feels like a character arc that doesn't deliver on anybody's character like no, not at all i i am not as bad on the arc in the anime because i've there's certain things to have like deku's power thing like you have to go through that to get like some of the stuff that's happened recently in the manga which i know they're about to regress his character god bless his soul batman deku was all i had 
to think mm-hmm. of a good Deku character, but he's probably going to be gone now. If he's not gone, I will be so impressed. If he's some semblance of more mature than he was before everything that happened, like, I will be mad impressed. But minus my my sliver of expectations, I, I doubt I doubt he's going there. But if he does, I'm not going to throw it away. But a lot of my issues with that arc is it means nothing. Those characters, they don't do half the crap in the series itself. They're never in consequential moments, especially after that arc happens. Shinso, what does he do? Like, and that's not me complaining. During the arc, I had an issue because those characters did nothing. And a lot of their hype moments for character moments were, I just got to try harder. Or Ida's case, I, I, I revved my engine, so now they work better. Like, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I thought that was one of the dumbest moments when I read it. I was like, that's how your quirk improves? You, you, you know, do some tuning? That's your character moment? Okay. I was like, yeah, you're a car. Because that's what his character moment was, was him saying that. I was like, that's, no, that's not a character. That's like, you doing Schwab, that, dude. sure. But like, what? where's your outside training from doing that? Where's the personal, mo- whatever. There's only very few characters who delivered. Like Momo had a good moment, but even then, like it doesn't go anywhere. Tokuyami had a good moment. His kind of goes, like they have somewhat moments, but like in a series where you have pro heroes who are worthless compared to students and the students only have worth because they do like one thing one time, no, they, they're, they're side characters. They're nothing more. They're glorified set pieces. You just use them when you need them. Yeah, that and that's, was, what it, that's what the show feels like a lot of the time. It feels like a squandered opportunity, too, because if you had, like, asked me in, like, season two, like, right at the end of the sports festival, I would have been, like, one of the strengths of my hero is its is side characters. <laughs> and then now you get there and you're like, well, what about your side characters? And it's like, well, they rushed Mirio's thing. They rushed Endeavor's thing. Bakugo gets sidelined constantly. Mirio and Endeavor are two of my top two characters, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's literally like you're just gutting when, the heart when of they this When they did the Endeavor thing. redemption fight and they shafted, like, they made it in one and a half episodes. I was like, you're joking. I it didn't is even like, like the Endeavor favorite fights. Sun fight. And the. Like, I didn't think the, they did it. I didn't think they did it too bad, but it was okay. It, but like the single fine. solitary episode that I would say is like a S tier, ten out of ten, no, is the Aizawa one with mm-hmm. present Mike. Uh, yeah, it's it's my favorite episode of the season. Everything else has literally just been. Which, granted, this is my least favorite stretch in the manga, so I wasn't going to like this. Probably, mm-hmm. I do think the anime has kind of elevated it. But I'm also very hesitant based on what they've given me so far that they're going to fuck up my villain, uh, listen, which would be devastating. And they're going to rush to the point where Deku gets to fight what's-his-name. Don't, don't remind me. The, the very last episode, if because I don't think they're going to be like, oh, for, and the second half of season five is uh, the start of my villain, and the first half of season six is the end. No, it's not going to happen. It's going to finish this year. Mm-hmm. which my downside is they're going to try to tease and set up the war arc by the last episode. By the last few episodes. No, by, by the last episode or two, that's what they're going to do. And I'm like, yeah. if you get that far, I'm going to be annoyed because that means you would have had to rush through my villain academia. Like, I think episodes like the Toga episode should be its whole own episode. I think Shigaraki's episode could be two or they're three. Not gonna do, they're they're going to fuck. But it's not going to do that. They don't They've have the been time. fucking Toga, bro. I, I can't even. Toga and Uraraka, it's not gonna happen. They've been fucking him over. I, I tried saying this earlier. 
Hey, I mean, to be fair, like, it's not too much different from the manga, but in at least My Villain Academia, Toga has a very good that's like moment. A, no, that's like my biggest, one of my bigger complaints with the war arc in general is just like the moment with Uraraka and Toga, I was like, this is it. This is, but this could be a not spoil too much in the war arc. I was like, but, this could be yeah. culmination. This hey, could they be just don't do anything with it. Nope. All right, nope. but. Let's, like be, be, because of how many shows I got to go through, uh, where would you rank this? Mid, C, B. C tier. Yeah, I, I I put it in C tier. Honestly, I, the anime Favorite? did enough for me to not throw it into D tier. Because if it yeah. if it did make sinking joint training feel as bad as I hated it in the manga, because if I reread that arc, I'm not gonna like. I don't like how it is in the manga. I think the pacing is not good I and i think it, yeah it was, and if i put I, into context the arc compared to other arcs and how it delivers in terms of its premise it does nothing so it's even worse in that regard so just a bunch of stacked issues i have with that arc but at least in the anime it didn't feel as bad the fights happened in like an episode you know so you weren't you weren't strangle held into like a very long time in most of these things so it, it, it flowed better but you know if my academia doesn't deliver the next ranking we do I'll just throw, I'll, I'll throw this season to stinking detail. I'll do it mm-hmm. because that's 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 the priority of this season for me because it's the, one of the best arcs in the series and it's gonna be overhaul over again, all over again, bro. I'm gonna be so sad. But yeah, C tier for me for this portion of the season. I agree. Having watched three of the shows on your list, I can confidently say this falls among the middle of them. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Um next up, a uh, show called Card Fight Vanguard Overdress from the Card Fight series. I really don't I know have the to Card go. Fight series, bro. Hey, not, it's this not, one's fine. It not very well, but I know it exists. You know it exists. It's just like <laughs> one of those kid shows that come out and you know, it's what it's it is. Yu-Gi-Oh, bro. Yeah, and it, it's fine. It's like, you know, kid show you have the main character, they have an arc, they go through stuff. You know, if you're into card fight, I'm pretty sure it's probably no different than anything else. Like, I'm certain when it comes to shows like even Pokemon, there's like some seasons that are outstanding compared to others. If I'm going to compare this show, if you're probably a fan of it, it's probably not like, oh, the most outstanding compared to others. But it's a fine season. Like, I don't have it at pyramid. It's like right above mid for me, which in terms of ranking still a C tier, but whatever. Yeah, like high C. Like, as long as it's not a D tier. Like, if you have a show like that, it's a D tier, then you just have a bad season on your hands. And if it's Demon Slayer tier, then no bueno. That's the, that's the season that like people just roast the whole time. It's not one of those. It's Bro, <laughs> what if Demon Slayer's fucking fire when it comes back? It's just plot wise. It, it's it's not gonna be plot wise for me because if they do season two and they do say they do move and train again, then they do like that whole thing that Dragon Ball Super did, right? That is the high point of the series for me. Regardless of that, they're going to go into the next arc, which starts really good. But it has like the most annoying plot aspects to it that follow through every arc after. And like it's it's funny because like I I used to be like, oh, this arc was not my favorite. But then you'd read the next arc and be like, no, this arc's not my favorite. Demon Slayer has somehow made me dislike every following. Like I think the Blacksmith Village arc is bad, especially the final plot points to it. But is that the next they, one? No, it's um the next one's the red light district arc which starts off like it has oh, such a that's cool right. that's, opening I premise like i like how it starts and like it seems like a murder mystery at the start like type thing and then you get to the actual combat aspect of it and that's the dragging point of that whole arc 
and the combat and then the plot with uh, how Demon Slayer is with people and fights. It it starts a very glaring issue I have with this. Oh, series. it keeps that bullshit up. Where fights are very drawn out, and then it's like, oh, he should be dead. He's not. Dead. He should be dead. He's not. Dead. He should. He should be dead. No, he's not. That's... You cut off my head, but I'm still alive, and I'm actually no. It's like, not. It's not even for the. Ones, it's it's, it's not even for the, the demons. Ones. It's for the main characters too, and it's worse than that. And then you go to blacksmith. Blacksmith has it has the combination of the two worst demons. In the series, just Bro, outright, honestly, like, they're just annoying as hell. And then you have that one plot point. Breathing? It's coming, bro. I, I swear, that's 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 the last arc. That's the war arc in Demon Slayer because everything is just pulled from the butt. Not nothing makes sense there anymore. <laughs> so total concentration, and, bro. My, my biggest issue outright is that Muzan when he's introduced, is probably one of the coolest introductions for a villain. That is one of the most trashed antagonists I've read and dealt with. So underwhelming. Who else didn't want to fight Michael Jackson? That was was so disappointing, bro. I did like the character. I did like a lot of the main characters in the series, but like plot, trash. The the characters are fine. That is is my high point of the series. There's a, a lot of characters I really do enjoy. It's, it's like the like, Seven Deadly Sins argument, except the Demon Slayer anime is not going to be as bad. But the manga is way below Seven Deadly Sins for me, but it does have quality characters. Inosuke is one of my favorite characters in the series, bro. I love Inosuke. Yeah, it's like, I think I could make the argument that Nezuko is a little too young for what's his name? Zenitsu, they're, they're really close in age. Yeah, they're Nezuko's close not in young. Age. Like, she's, she's like a two years off from Tanjiro or something. She's really close. Who's like 13 or 14 or some shit? Yeah, so you know, it's nothing crazy, but off of another tangent because we love nah, tangents. Let's go, here. let's go back on that Demon Slayer, man. No, no, like- no. We bro, I, <laughs> am, I am only like a fifth way through this list. So I gotta start going through these things and hammering the when we get further, when I I'll I'll find a stopping point where we can jump into a new tangent, but when we get there. All right, Cesfis series is CG, but plot-wise. I actually really like Cespis. I think it's a really good show. Like, it had a good plot. And it's one of those manga that came out at the time of Berserk. So I want to read the manga, because the anime doesn't do it just, like, the the CG looks nice. It looks it works for the fights. It's just, I think a lot of the plot is a little rushed because of the anime the way it is. But, like, if it had a sequel, I'd watch it. Like, I think the plot was the main attraction to the series. You know? It was good, but... My thing is, like, how do shows like this, like these popular old Saiyans, always get stuck with, like, CG engines for their series? Like, that just yeah, I don't baffles know. me. Because they have, like, really good plots, but they have, like, Berserk, all the remakes since, yeah. like, the original, all CG. Literally every single person who reads Berserk is, like, if it got a studio, like, a true studio adaptation where they gave a fuck, it would and it's break not, It's not bad world. CG, but at the same time, it's not, like, elevated cg where it's, it's there's worth a berserk it. that has pretty fucking terrible cg that i've seen one there, of them there are one there yeah i'm not i haven't seen every adaptation or all the movies and all but there was one on netflix where i was like oh i've heard this You're talking about the one with guts walking i think so the, the guts walking frame okay it's the 2016 one i think it's it is funny there's but, it's not yeah i was like oof yeah but it says fist I definitely want to read it. I think the plot's really good. It's about a Roman fighter who's like, you're a Roman fighter. You're fighting for your life the whole time as long as you're in this business. Oh, so it's I do him know training and yeah. getting better. 
and it's like really investing and i like the old sanins that used to do like even thorfinn's arc is essentially the same thing you go through a traumatic experience and like you grow because now you're in this so like it plot wise it definitely delivers for me i think if i read it certain parts will definitely be executed way better though like when i, I watched the original berserk before i chose to read it never finished it because i got at some point i was like i want to read this because i i don't think the anime is hitting me as much as i want as much as i heard the manga should hit so that's what i did but feel like this would be the same way i give this a b tier because of the plot that is it's it's very good i think and i think that like manga wise it definitely hit more all right um let me check i did send you the list on the website and by website i mean discord let me see if i have one of these shorts on here because i don't think this one properly came out during the time so i'm not probably won't include it because i don't it's not here so rip all right, next show, we're going to Dragon House Hunting, Demon Slayer tier. It's trash. <laughs> it's really bad. It is, you know, I will say what saves it is the, the like the very last few episodes where it's kind of like, he kind of has an arc where he's not like a Deku type character. But when you have to go through at least like eight or nine episodes where you have this main character who's a dragon who's just trying to buy a new house because he's a stinking whiny punk. Who just cries all the time for every inconvenience who's just trying to buy a new house it's really bad now the the side character the elf who's the demon lord you know it's funny there, there are some good comedy beats in the series like the, the elf character becomes a demon lord because of a raffle he won a raffle and that's it's just and everyone now just knows him as this like great and popular demon lord like minor moments like that funny but like the series only really improves when the stinking dragon like gets a stinking egg that has like a little bird who becomes essentially his adopted son so he starts gaining like qualities of character development. But it's a really bad show outside of that. I'm not giving it any credit, bro. It is. It's not worth it. It is. It is underwhelming. I, I can't do this show any favors. All right. Next up, Eden Zero from the fairy tale author. Uh, from what I've seen, I've, I've, I'm caught up in the manga. I think the manga is like, like, Fairy tale feels like One Piece because that if you want a series that definitely spams One Piece inspiration, fairy tale is the one. So this does have a lot of vibes from One Piece. It just doesn't feel as One Piece as fairy tale does. Like it, it's it's like space pirates. That's that's where you have the inspiration from, and it has like arc vibes. But in terms, it doesn't like take. You don't have like Shanks clone popping up or things like that. That's not the thinking type of clone that you're getting from this i think the plot for this series is actually pretty darn good especially because some of the arcs have like like the current arc in the manga is definitely one of the best arcs in the series and it has one of those moments where i was like feeling emotional for because i was like dang that really hit like there's moments like that in the series that really hit it's like um the the current main arc villain like okay they have like the space shichibukai that's just a thing so there there's mirrors but like the current arc has a character who reminds me of Gekko Moria, except I, I would say he's definitely more interesting than Gekko Moria. I like Thriller Bark arc. Gekko Moria is not like my ideal in that arc, but the arc itself has like a lot of good moments. So this, this arc isn't necessarily the same as that. It has a lot of interest. It has a lot of cool plot points though. And I think Eden Zero has those moments, but enough on that arc. I think the first half of the series has more of the lulls of it. Like, the anime is now getting to the part of the series that picks up and like definitely delivered to me that made me invested in the series. But that's like 60 chapters in, right? So that's that's where they're getting to. This part of the arc was more of the average shonen arc of it all. It has good moments here and there, fine comedy, 
but nothing special. Because of that, C tier. Um, next show, To Your Eternity. I, I'm, oh, I heard about this. It's going to be S tier. I'm emotionally invested. Like it goes arc by arc, by arc but bro, they hit. Like if, if I wasn't as strong willed as I was, I'd probably have cried multiple times by now. But again, there's only one moment in anime that's made me cry. And even then, like if I watch it now, I don't know if I'd cry as hard as I did the first time, but it did make me cry. And I do get sad when I rewatch it, which is just, you know, the ace moment. But outside of that, ace. yes, outside of that, like this show has gotten me close <laughs> on like three different occasions, which is impressive because, you know, usually I like I'll wait like a whole season for a show to get me like one time. The more times a show gets me like close, it was really cool. Like I, I was feeling my eyes. It wasn't just like feeling emotional. Like shows can get me to feel emotional all the time. Sure. I was like there. I was sitting there like just waiting for the water to start crawling but it just i i have the willpower to prevent it. but it's a show about an immortal and so if you're immortal you definitely going through some crazy stuff bro and so he's going from place to place he's building bonds and if you wonder why it's a sad a sad show just assume based on the premise that is introduced in the first episode that's what you're getting for every arc just in different form it's like a different vibe for every arc very good show though Definitely S tier, Magi tier. Let me not disrespect the Magi tier. All right, next show. The uh, one of the ones Troy's going to roast. Hard, very hard. Uh, I shaved my pair. Uh, I shaved my beard and picked up a high school girl, Higo Soru. And it's funny because that's not what the plot starts as at all, anyways. And it definitely tries to emphasize as hard as possible for a while. And the author did say, don't do this. It, it, it's funny. They, they were like, please don't do this in real life. But essentially, he, he runs into a runway who basically he met while he was drunk one time after being rejected by because he's my guy's into sinking mills with big breasts that he makes it a point. And there is a character with like a G cup or whatever in Japan who he's like trying to hit on the whole time. So he goes for it. Recap but he, he, real quick. Uh, you talked about this anime already. Yeah, I did. Is there? Did they come out the season two? No. That was the mid season. That was the mid season. Oh, review. Yes. I was like, I was, I was, I was like, you're gonna figure it out, but yeah. So he, he, he basically just run away, and like she was just like selling her body off to like stay at people's places this whole time. So like when she meets him, he's like, no, I don't want that. And like when you get to her backstory, it's. It, like basically her backstory her mom like was the reason one of her friends committed suicide and then her mom started blaming her for that crap so she ran away it was like intense stuff and i was like damn that's just messed up as hell bro like why would you do that so she that's the reason she ran away so eventually she runs into him he's just a good guy who's more so a father figure you know for a most part of the series but yeah it's really wholesome never does anything too crazy Obviously, the premise is that a one day it would be a love story between them, but for the most part, like he doesn't push that boundary during the series. Troy, say your comment. Say it now. You're gonna take someone in like a daughter. You don't fuck them. He didn't. He doesn't. That wasn't him. He, he will. He, yeah, but he wouldn't wait. Like she's like one year away from like American legal, but she's already that legal 
in there. Man, hold on. Like, he's Bro, waiting? It's the, the longer he waits, the worse it gets because he's going <laughs> to keep feeding this chick, fucking treating her like a daughter. And then it's like, you ready to go? It's like, I've been watching you. I've been barely able to hold on all this time. It's like, it's fucking weird. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, it's not that same vibe when you're watching it. I'm just giving you a bare bones structure off the first couple episodes. It's definitely more of a casual relationship at some point where it's just like, it's like, a, if you, it, it's like those situations where you have like a roommate who's opposite gender for a while. It switches into that. But like, you have like no feelings for each other type thing. Except she does like him the whole time because like what she was doing in the first place, like her mind, she's already like screwed up mentally, you know? But, you know, from his part, he's like, oh, listen, stay away. I'm into stinking big-breasted chicks, so, like, hold your role. And, like, plot-wise, he could also just not end up with her because he's very adamant about what he wants. So it's funny. Like, it could be one of those series where it's, like, 10 years later and he's just not with her. And that was just a good experience in her life where, you know, you move on. You That's the last time you saw each other. And now, like, hey, she's that would be, off that'd on be her own. super sweet. If it's a romance anime fucking weird <laughs> if it's a slice of life or a really nice dude who loves a slice MILFs, of life it wouldn't be romantic though yeah like if it's just a dude who loves milfs helping a girl out who needed it it's like oh that's a fucking really heartwarming dramatic tale a great slice of life yeah you're like oh look at that who, who, whose slice of a life is this but uh <laughs> look at that it's like not the first slice I'd grab, but it's like that's a slice. <laughs> it, it, it's like the last piece of like a really good pie, but you're like it's the last piece. I already ate a few. Like, do I want it? Yeah. Do I not? You know, kind of falling apart. And, and it's Most like it's yeah, it's one of the little messed up ones that you really don't. You're like it doesn't look as good as the first few slices I had, so it's just like sitting yeah, here a little crumpled up. Like, so hey, it's just the aesthetics of it. Pie. If it's a romance anime, shit's not pie. Something else. I know. Like call the feds. Don't worry, you'll you're you're gonna go off of me again. So don't worry. This this one's just the more wholesome of one of two plots with very similar intersecting themes. But yeah, I I give this one a B tier. Um, next anime, please don't bully me, Nagatoro-san. It's one of those uh, series that involve like uh, this was a trend for a time where you have a very uh brash. It was like it's like Uzaki-chan, except I think Uzaki-chan is an annoying character. Looks annoying. Everything about her is annoying. Nagatoro is more wholesome like it starts off annoying but like it definitely does vibe into more of the slowly more wholesome vibes it's a comedy there is good comedic moments there's cute romance moments but it's nothing special it's C tier so like there's people who this is their niche who will definitely like it more respect to you it's not like I watch things off like a very even scale so like again I don't really have a niche so I'm basing these things off a very like one style scale so yeah c tier for me um next up this is a short justin you could watch this episode this anime in 12 minutes because there's 12 episodes and they're all a minute each right and it's it's just like a short comedy i'm not telling you to watch it but it's about <laughs> this guy with a bear and it's it's a minute of like a simple moment and then the next moment is he does something his bear gets mad and his bear like jojo style kills him that's what happens every episode <laughs> And it's just the plot. That's all it is. Like, I have no complaints of the series. It's like a C tier, but it is entertaining to watch, especially because it's a single minute per episode. Like, it's just, 
it's a vibe, you know. So that's that's my thoughts on that one. Ah, shoot. <laughs> Yeah, well, on that. I'm you you could finish the whole show while we're doing this episode. It's that easy. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, next up. Oh shoot, I skipped over the show. That's how bad it was. Okay, my next show that I got to go to, Fairy Ron Maru. It is like the Yaoi show of last season. It's not fully Yaoi, but it definitely is Yaoi and like the aspects behind it they just don't go hammer and that's not my issue with the series i don't care for shows at yaoi if it's good it's good like you know one day i'll watch banana fish and i'll be like that's a fantastic show whatever i'll get there when i get there but fairy ron maru is trash it is garbage its plot sucks bro the characters dumb it is a show about people giving their like their whole thing is like we'll give you our hearts or like no give us our hearts and we'll save you right and so They'll, they'll like go through like individual plot points with like different people and they'll go through like character arcs for them. The character arcs suck though. And they're like, you know, they're, they're in their like subtext of like, oh, I love this person, but I don't love this person. And this is causing problems and like really cheesy. It's really cheesy and it's just bad. It's Demon Slayer tear to its core. It was so bad I skipped over it for like a whole five shows. But yeah never would recommend that one. Oh gosh here's the show that troy watched joron troy start off your thoughts on joron please i don't even know if you oh, finished it fuck what is this the white it's princess of snow and blood snow of the white witch princess of snow and blood yes um well i stopped watching it not because it was bad but because i'm busy uh-huh but it was fucking cool while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I liked the, uh, she's like raising the daughter of the people. She the people killed she killed. Yeah. Because, yeah. She's like, doesn't really. There's guilt. With. Mm-hmm. She's not like fully on board with all the stuff she's doing. Felt guilty. I was like, yeah, yeah that's what's up. That's what's up. And then uh, animation is just dope. Mm-hmm. concepts dope she's like putting down all these hell beasts that are using like her family's magic or something mm-hmm. some power that was supposed to be reserved for people she fucked with is now being used by people she does not fuck with that so is, she's murdering them thing. for it and there was some political intrigue stuff with some bitch with an umbrella that I can't quite remember mm. but yeah. it was yeah, like there was some stuff going on. So like I don't know. I remember it being where, cool. Where would you rank it from what you watched? Um like B or A, probably B, okay. high B, cuz it was dope but not like earth-shattering. So the series is going to end up in C tier because of my ranking for a fact. So Oh, does I mean, it just, not fucking I think it has a very bad job of trying to it, it does a very bad job of trying to maintain focus because when you get to certain episodes it is all over the place and like there's certain plot like the through line is fine it works it delivers because you have I'll, I'll explain this part of the plot to you it's a bit of a spoiler but she's caring for someone of a family that she killed right that that whole thing essentially happened to her where the a guy that trained her 
killed her family of the blood because he was his job. And he was told to do it and he had no choice. And then he let her live. Right. So there's there's that plot that's really good. Everything else in the series is convoluted as hell, though, and makes no sense half the time. And I wish the emotional moments hit more. Not really. Like there's there's good like small moments, but like the bigger plot moments are just way too all over the place. And it did not hit for me. I'd have put in D. I wouldn't put in Demon Slayer tier. I put in D tier though. But it was it was walking the line, you know, which that disappointed sucks. me. And it, it looks really so good. I love I love the I love the premise of it, but like now I'm not saying you're gonna have the same thoughts. You might still have it at a decent rate. I don't think you'll have it like very high up there. I, I don't I really I really don't think the plot delivers. No, I think it's a good character thing that happens and like the character that's involved with is cool. It's it's the plot points they choose to emphasize as the main plot points of the series that I'm like, it's so unnecessary. Like you're dragging, like it'd been, you'd have done a better job if you had a lot of more character moments than just try to focus on these. And that's what kills me because this was one of the shows I was like, I, I was really looking forward to being good. And by at the point you were, I still had a, like a D tier. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's it was, slowly over time that I was like, Dang, it's like cool concept, it. fucking cool art style. But yeah, oh, I'm at the show that Choi is gonna go off on me for Koito Yobu. It's it's the romance between the the older guy and the 17 year old chick. State your comments now. The fuck? What the fuck, bro? All right, keep going until you're done. I'm I'm gonna tell you this is this is one of my B tier animes though. Bro, I don't even this know. Is a good romance. <laughs> I don't even know like. I don't even know where to start. Seventeen, I think, is legal in Japan. Pretty sure, depending on regions, I think it's sixteen. Some sometimes seventeen, sometimes eighteen. Still. Now, now uh, let me not get into the Hicks part of Japan weird. where you can get to like 14 as like legal age some in it in some areas where like that's <laughs> different, but yeah, dude, but... it's just you know. I don't know. It just seems weird that I, I I'll give Troy the consistency card where like if someone looks like a lolly or is lolly aged, he he is unabashedly no is no i'll give him that well bro like there's a character in steins gate zero that the main character sees her and is like you're a lolly she's like i'm 19 or like i'm 21 or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like part of her character thing is that she's like pissed off that she looks so young because she looks like a lolly because she only attracts perverts or young boys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing. Getting hit on by a child would definitely be a thing, bro. But yeah, it's just like, you know, if you're, if you're flirting with a girl or you're fucking with a 17-year-old, you probably fuck with a 15-year-old too. Well, yeah. if that happened, that I don't, I don't, it didn't happen, so I don't have to deal with those consequences now. I know it's just the, it's something I hope doesn't get normalized. I mean, I don't disagree. 
because that like, shit if if she's an adult like, like consenting adult i don't care like i'm not gonna be like oh you're a consenting adult but like my standards of what american law how is, old is he though he it how old is he like 26 in the series oh you said older i was thinking he was like a sugar daddy not, not 30s or 40 no 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 that's not even still weird like, st- still like young adult age no that's not even that weird like technically she's in high school so like you know i'd probably yeah. look at that guy weird if i saw them together. yeah like in real life i'd look at him weird but like it's it's it could be worse but yeah i'm not gonna look at them and be like that's illegal but I thought it was like a 50-year-old man. No, no, it was, it was a 17-year-old. No, no. And I was like, not that bad. I was like, that <laughs> man needs listen, to be investigated. I, I don't I don't know if I don't watch a show like that. that listen, when it comes to really old dudes, I'd be like, That's what oh. I thought. I was like, I didn't know. No, it's not that bad. I was like, I didn't know we were normalizing the fucking Yes, the the art of sugar daddy. Yeah, I was like, bro. <sighs> to be fair, something like that is not even like it's not impossible. It's not common per se, but you know, it does happen from time to time. All oh, right, it definitely I, happens. Um, let me move on to the next series. We're, we're I'm almost half, halfway through this list, bro. I got this. I got this. Only an hour in. We got this. Uh, is I'm a spider. So what? Second half of the series. It's definitely a series that I know for a fact. Light novel delivers more because I do know people who have read it. People with a taste that I at least validate from time to time but it's not just one person so i can't just be like well it's the one person so it's no it's more than one person that day it's definitely a up there series line novel wise it's an anime adaptation so they do skip over things uh the second like it's a good series it's a good isekai it's definitely interesting and intriguing it has a good plot to it like there's definitely lulls in animation and stuff like that like it has cg a lot but for the main cg engine like for the monsters for the most part, it looks good and it looks fluid. Like some of their designs don't look as good, but for the most part, like at least animation wise of CG, it's good. There's also episodes where they use CG that looks trash. It happens because there's a lot of CG in the series, especially for, for the fights. So when you get to the latter half of the series, it's like you can see the decline in budget. But outside of that, for the plot itself, the plot is really interesting. And like it's like one of those big brain like, oh, I didn't think that it's one of those I didn't see that coming type series. And it happens a lot, you know. But in terms of light novels, it's definitely really popular in Japan. It's a good premise to it, which is like, I would try to explain the premise, but it would be a spoiler. And it's a very interesting premise, especially if you were to watch it. And I think if they adapt the later seasons that I know that are crazier and have a lot of the bigger plot points that like, it'll definitely be worth it for everything that we've gotten so far. But until then, I put in a B tier. That is my rating. Um, let me go to the next show, Full Dive RPG. It is from the same author who did, uh, what is the name of that show? Uh, crap, I'm losing it. Oh, no. I got to look this up. It's a good show. I, I, th- I either gave that show an eight or a nine, so it would be uh, disrespectful of me to not remember its name. I have just too many names in my brain right now. I will find it, though. I don't know if Justin watched it. He did mention it, but let's see. I need the English name for you. Cause I don't, I don't know. Overly cautious hero. There we go. Overly cautious hero is like one of my favorite isekai comedies. It's really good. And I'd even recommend it to you, Troy. It is funny as hell. 
Like it, it's really hard to go through an episode without laughing. But this series is from the same author. But the downside is it's like a knockoff SAO on purpose. But a lot of the early comedy doesn't hit. I think the first episode has some really funny moments, but like a lot of the in-between moments are like underwhelming comedy, you know, which is sad, especially considering Overly Cautious Hero was like one of the favorite com- comedies I've like watched that like consistent laughter. Now the series picks up because the plot itself is like you're in an impossible game and like it's made to be super realistic. So you feel everything like it feels like reality, like when you're in the game. So like when he's playing it, like your stats are based off your real life stats. So you're in a fantasy setting, a goblin compared to a normal human is like a godly monster, right? But there's a plot point in the game that it's a cheat that human willpower can already, it's like if Shonen, Shonen could be a plot point in the game. So condensed tropes. But most people don't know that. So that's why there's only like one person who's known to beat the game, right? And so he uses that guy's like video game tutorial to figure that out. But most people just don't play the game that long or get that invested because it's a dead game. So he's just playing a dead game because this super like hot MILF chick is forcing him to play. Because, bro, I tell you, if you look up this picture, like she has like one of the biggest cup size for even etchy anime that I've seen. Like it's not even an etchy series for the most part. Like, I could send you a picture after this episode, but it is, for, there's no reason for her to, I, I really, I like want to interrupt myself to look up at it, but let me not, because there's way too many shows I have to go through. It's, she's unnecessarily thick. It's unbelievable. Though the anime does not make her look as good as she does in the sink and light novel art, I'll tell you that much. But outside of that, the second half of the series does feel better because he try he goes through his like a shonen arc you know he's like trying to motivate himself try harder do better even though he wants to quit the game all the time but like when he starts making progress he's like maybe i can do this and so and then definitely has like interesting plot points too to where like oh this guy was the villain all the time like things that like are nice like subversions like you you could figure it out if you're expecting the twist maybe but it just depends on what the twist is that you're looking for because there's just some things that you just can't predict that happen in it so second half of the show Good. First half, really mediocre, but not bad. But because of that, it would go into like C tier. Next up, um, Mars Red. It was a show that came out on the same day as Joran. Well, not same day as Joran, the day before Joran. But when I watched them, there's the two shows that I was like, these, both of these shows, one of them or both of them are either going to be, it was like those shows where like you're watching, you're like, it's either going to be a decent high or a low, right? That's, that's where what. So the good thing is, it, I would say premise-wise, it delivers on a high. I, it, it takes thematics of like plays. And so like it uses plays as like the through line of how the story is told. So it's very dramatic in that sense. And it's like taking historical beats and things like that. So essentially it's uh, about like vampires and things like that. And so there, there's a lot of character moments that are very intriguing and like a lot of plot moments that are like, oh, wow, this, this aligns with like the play being told. So it's a narrative and a narrative thing. So premise-wise, it delivers. The only lull in the series is when you have this antagonist who's just there to be an antagonist who doesn't really add to anything. You take them out, you don't really lose anything. They're just, they're just creating certain moments because of their plot itself. Like they're creating a vampire army to take over Europe or whatever they were taking over. Or maybe it was Tokyo, I don't remember. 
but that's what they were doing. But they themselves don't add anything to the story. It's a lot of the other characters and their plots and their like mini stories that are really good. So like if you were watching Joron and this, it really depends. Like it's in the same vibe. Like it has a really nice art style, like really interesting plot. This is the one I walked away with being satisfied with, especially towards the last like two, three episodes where I was like, this really delivered. So even though there were lulls in like when you went to like the certain villain parts, it wasn't as good. It still held up its end in like the premise it started with. So I was satisfied with that. All right. I realized my A tier has been really slacking. So good thing the next show is up there, Mashiro no Oto. Uh, it's called These Snow, White's, uh, These Snow White Notes. It is a musical series about a dude playing the shamisen and he like lost his touch with music when his grandfather died or he started losing his touch so it didn't help when his grandfather died and he was like lost in like and he was like a prodigy more or less so a lot of the series is like a bunch of character moments of him trying to get back to this point but you know it goes through different bt thinking goes to high school start a somewhat normal life and like outside of his village he used to grow up with grow up in and he meets a group of people in a stinking club. But, you know, they they push him more than he pushes himself. He wants to go back into it, but he can't, like, whenever he plays, he can't hear his music. So it's like, he's like one of those struggle prodigy type arcs, but it's done really well. And the music in the series is super good. It's like one of those series where I download the OST because, like, it's really good Shamison playing. But for the sake of time, A tier, if you want to watch it to know, because I'm... But the thing is, if, if I'm explaining a series, I can't explain someone's character arc to, like, satisfy it. Like, I, I can only tell you, like, it's going to deliver. If you want to watch it, recommendation. A tier. It's, it's definitely one of the better shows from last season. Oof. Next show might be one of the best shows from this last season. Might be one of the best shows of this year. Odd Taxi. Like, this is a mystery series that hits an all-cylinder... Me talking about this series is a disservice because the plot itself starts off with like this. It starts off with like Zootopia vibes where you're like, oh, yes, there are a bunch of animal characters and there's like a bunch of like different plot points. It's like, um, have you watched however many Ross? Or I've heard of it. Different parts of like the world is being explored every time. So you're jumping from character to character to character and you're waiting for these plot points to converge. But when everything starts converging, bro. And you get to those final plot points in that last episode, the show hits. No lie. It is S tier, Moggy tier, easily. All right. And I would love to talk about it. If there, listen, this is like one, like one of those shows that if someone else watched it, if you had watched it, we'd be going off on this about like those final couple episodes because crap is crazy. So. If you ever do get to that po- that moment of the year where you're just like, I have time, let me just binge a bunch of random shows. Hot Taxi's up there for you to watch. I promise you. you yeah, will I remember you talking about be satisfied it. Satisfied as hell. Never got around. All right, next up, uh, Osana Nana Jimmy. Okay, so you know, like the 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 trope where like the childhood friend is always shafted in like a romance series. Mm-hmm. This plot point is like at some point you're revealed that every chick he's known is like a childhood friend. At some point you find this out. So the show is called uh, a story where the childhood friend wins, but it's still a harem. So it's like you have multiple people who are revealed to be childhood friends. And it's actually like a really it has really good comedic beats. It's a it's a it tries a little too hard sometimes, but 
it, it's like if you're watching a romance for like the vibe of like a harem comedy it doesn't it's not too like into the etchy harmness of it all there is more comedy other than the main character being like a little here and there like all over the place like other than that like it's a good cast of characters and he's not always annoying and it's you know a wholesome series at points a lot of emotional beats more than you would expect from a series like like it goes through like his mom died when he was young so like he kind of like was on his own he's like uh he used to be an actor so she died during on a set incident so he's like moved away from that for a lot of his life and because of that he's estranged from some of the people he used to know so that's why like it comes to like you re you realize they were childhood friends who he forgot because that's just a part of his life he wanted to forget or he just didn't interact with them so you know other than that it's uh it's got another season coming up i think next season or whatever the season after that but pretty wholesome pretty like good moments it's good romance so i'd put in b tier um next up this is from the author who did uh your lion april it's sayonara with tashino kramer so i'm gonna say this show gets a lot of hate like as an anime which i think is pure bullcrap i i think the show was one of my favorites last season like it was it was up there for me it was really good to me but like a lot of people complain about the art style or like a bunch of random things or maybe there's like that comparison effect where it's like, oh, it's no Your Lie in April. Because Your Lie in April is a really good anime if you've ever watched it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's like, that's just comparing the fucking, one of the, people love that shit. It's like a lot of people's top tens, you know? Yeah. Like a really good romance, sad series. This is more lighthearted. And it's about like girls playing soccer, but it's like in a, like in society, like mentally wise, they they take soccer. So it's like if you watch like a male sports series where they take it seriously, it's that for female characters. Except, you know, it's it's like watching like Haikyuu to extent, like maybe not to the animation production levels, but like plot wise, it has those vibes of a series where like you, you're trying your best and you're working and you have this goal. And like, you know, even a Haikyuu, like you win some, you lose some. This one, you know, they're definitely struggling more because they're like a budding team. And like they're in a school that has like you know limited resources. Like their school's not like buffing their thinking girls soccer team. Like they're they're putting them like secondhand. Like they can't even use the main field because that's for the boys team. You know that's what's happening. Like there's just no effort. So like there's a part of the series where they're trying to emphasize like okay we'll have to do what we can to train because we just don't have the resources. And also a lot of character moments for them because they're again trying to compete with schools that have resources who have better players because they're where the characters who went, it's a school that's more backwater, but they kind of joined because they were like, well, this is what's available. Or like this person was going through school and I saw them play once. So like I was inspired. So I want to follow them because in Japan, you can pretty much, you go to entrance exams for your stinking high school. So like, even if the sports program isn't good, like sometimes you'll meet someone and you're like, I want to be in school with that person. Or maybe you're in there for a sports prep. That's why you have like stacked athletic schools in Japan more so than like America. Because it's really hard to transfer schools if you're like a really good athlete just just for the sake of it. Like that's different schools, but that's the type of series it is. It's really good. A tier for me. Um, what is next? Um, the Saints' magic power is omnipotent. This is a romance series that, like, plot-wise, reminds me of like something like Violet Evergarden, but like it's an isekai, and so it's a romance. It happens over time. There's really not much. 
explaining romance series is like one of the cruxes I get to. Like if I watch too much romances in a, in a season, like unless it feels different, all I can say is if you watch romance, it is a good series. If you really like romance, you will really like this series. I think it's fine. It does everything it needs to. It's B tier in nature. Like it has really good moments that if you just like watching romance, it hits. If you don't like romance, then it's probably not for you. That's all there is to it. Um, next series, does either of you watch Konosuba? I've heard of it. It's definitely one of the more popular isekai series. It's definitely one of the more popular comedy series as well. And I do very much like Konosuba. This series is like Konosuba for mature audiences. It's like if Konosuba was like an adult cast. That That is literally what it is. The sad thing is, I don't think the anime delivers in the comedy in the same way Konosuba does. But I know like the manga has better moments that like I've read certain parts that have made me laugh more than the anime made me. I, I think the, the anime is not given like the quality of Konosuba or like the time or attention. And so premise wise or character wise, there's definitely like more appealing waifus or something like, you know, people go through Konosuba waifu debates. I'd definitely pick these because most of these characters are adults or one thing and two, they, a lot of them look better. But minus that, you know, misogynistic mindset because anime is advertised for partly a man's or a woman's interest in their waifu or husband. So that is always a factor when watching a series, whether you want to agree or not. So again, just better waifus than Konosuba to me. But the downside is they are not, some of them are not as good characters. Some of them are, some of them are really like basic, have like running gags that just don't hit for me. And I think that is one of the things with this. Some of the running gags just don't deliver and the anime uses them a lot. And there's like potential for some jokes or things or moments that this don't get fleshed out. So, and even at least with Konosuba, there is like moments with heart. There's not a lot of moments with heart in the series. So it is what it is. But on to the next series, Shadow's House. Shadow's House is actually, this is, this is one of the shows I definitely recommend you from that season, Troy. Shadow's House is a series that is about like, it's about a family of like essentially shadows who have dolls who are basically humans and you don't know how the dolls are born you don't know how the shadow family exists but essentially they pretty much have a doll and then their shadow is meant to like mirror image that doll so that's a part of the mystery of it but like there's a mystery part of the series where you're trying to find out like the mystery of the family and like the deeper militia or like what they do and there's plot points that get revealed later that it's like oh that's messed up but like they they essentially have to go through a program to like be accepted or else the doll would effectively like be i i don't think any of the dolls get killed but they would be like basically put into like secondhand like you're just like a mindless drone who works for the family or something or you're just taken over or something like that but like the, the 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 there's a hierarchy to the family so like your compatibility with your doll so like the shadow and the doll have to work together and they have to go through a program. So it focuses on the, the younger members of the whole family. They have to go through a program in order to like be accepted into the upper echelon of the family, right? Or else you're pretty much an outcast who's like dirt, you know? So like they, they, they bond with them for an amount of time. So after they go through their program, eventually they'll be fine, whatever. It's a lot of psychological aspects of the series. 
and it's done through these like children characters and like because it's it's like the promised neverland neverland theme to using children to make suspense and horror stronger does the same thing now if i was comparing season one of promised neverland to season one of this i'd probably say promised neverland season one edges out but it definitely has so much potential to its premise especially with the mystery of the other family you know but it does walk that line so again you would like it and not in the same way you would hate promised neverland season two <laughs> um Next up is comedy sports anime about a sport that never knew existed. It's basically like intense tag where you have to oh, go. Yeah. yeah, they parkour through the thing. Yes, yes. And it's yeah. like, it's very small ring. And then you kind of have to tag people and make it back. If you don't make it back, you don't get points. If you do, you get points based on how many people you tag. I swear the sports anime last season surprised me because I usually am like really iffy on sports anime because they're usually like the same thing right and they don't they they walk the line where they can feel too average and not good especially if like if they have comedy aspects because a lot of comedy in them usually just don't hit so it's just you're watching for the bare bare bones sports anime-ness of it all and a lot of older series tend to feel the same this one i i, I was impressed i i'm putting comedy in a tier i put shadows if i didn't say it before shadows house in a tier um, let me go back. Uh, Saints Magic Power said B tier. Uh, what was it? Combatants will be dispatched. I don't even know if I said the name, the knockoff. I don't even know if I said the name of the series when I was going for it, but Combatants will be dispatched or uh, Sentoin, other word that's like 30 syllables in Japan, Japanese. So I'm not going to bother to try because my throat is already on its last ropes and I still have 20 more shows to go through. This is so depressing. But minus that. Um, Combatants, I would have put in uh oof. I put in C tier. I don't I don't think it's D tier worthy. It it has good comedic moments in there, so it's not all bad. Comedy, though, is actually has good emotional moments. Its comedy is actually really good. And like even the sport, like the way they explain it and go through it, like I'm invested. It's I wouldn't say it's as good as like Sinar with Tashino Kramer for me or even Bakuten, but this was right there and for sports anime you know it, like if, if you're into sports animes this is definitely something to watch i thought it was really enjoyable and you know good story behind it um next up shaman king it's a remake of the original now the good news is like the first half of the series is the part of the series where i would have put like in c tier or d tier i'd probably say c tier because it's really not bad it's really just average for the most part the second half of the series, though, is like, okay, now I can see why people like the series. I, I know there's differences because the anime definitely went the filler out because I know this, I believe the series wasn't done at the time when it came out originally. But the second half of the series definitely has a more interesting premise when you have more of the characters there and the characters have their character arcs. When you go through the original plot of it all, it's uh, the, the, the buildup to what happens. Like, it's like Naruto, like pre-tuning exam Naruto because it's like, you just have like the village, like there's good arcs in there. But when you get to like the tuning exam, that's when OG Naruto starts. This is like the similar vibe where it's like, there's everything that's happening before the main shaman uh, king arena-ness of it all. They're, they're not there yet. Once you get to the second half of the series, they get pretty much get sent on a plane to America. The plane dissolves and they have to find their way to this village. Or it's, it's, like, it's like the hunter exams, essentially. A very drawn out part of the hunter exams. 
So when you go through the hunter exams, the start of the, the very start isn't as good as when you keep going through different parts of the hunter exams, right? Yeah, it's like starts as out the hunter exams progresses, steakhouse. it gets better and better and better. But like, you know, it's just different highs and lows of it all, you know. Yeah, they start out with the special ordered steak and end up in a one-on-one fight to the death. Yeah. Like that's that's my only thing with the hunter exam is like the only reason I think it's like an okay arc is because it gets better over time, but like the first half you have to get through to get to the second half, and then you get to the second half, and that's a lot of setup for the main series, and it's very intriguing. But you, it's it's like twenty six episodes in the anime, and it's like good until it's like the last eight to ten episodes that are the ones that hit more. But it's slowly getting higher and higher, so it's not like to the top portion of that arc, you know. That's my only thing on like the hunter exam. I think it's a good arc otherwise, but you know. Same thing for Shaman King, but if I'm going off the first half of the season where this is being ranked, C tier, I'd say second half of the season will definitely move up to B, maybe A tier, but we're not there yet. Um, next series is I've been killing slimes for 300 years. So it's an isekai where this chick has been killing slimes for 300 years. That's not the premise to it, of course. It's a slice of life. That's what it is. And it's, it's, it's a fine slice of life. If you like slice of life, it's fine. It's an isekai slice of life. Basically, what she does is after 300 years, eventually she starts getting more involved with people because she used to just live in this village. And she lived in like this house far in the north. So she was like the witch of the north or whatever she used to be called. So she just lived there. She killed slimes every day. And they all gave like, she killed like 30 slimes every day, which gave her 25 experience. So you, you do the math. And then for 300 years, like she maxed out her level. So she's like OP God. But that's no correlation to anything in the series because it's just a slice of life with her like meeting new characters and like essentially growing a family that's the whole plot so can't really spoil anything like that for anyone it's just not possible just like fucking kuma bear yeah it's the same thing and again for the same reason like it's if you like that series it's good for those reasons i would put in c tier because it doesn't really do anything special do i i do like a lot of the characters but for like slice of life reasons not for like this is like a great character to like introspect type thing. It's just enjoyable slice of life characters. So that's that on that one. Next series. <laughs> I'm going to my next series, but the series after that, I'm looking at the rating. It's like one of two shows with that rating, which is hilarious. So I'll get to it when I get to it. But next show is SSS Dinozenon, which is from the SSS Gridman series. And I watched it and it was really it's a kaiju series like it's mech kaiju type series and it's really good i really don't want to spoil anything on it i if if you've watched gridman right and you haven't watched this i would say watch this i think like it's got a it's very existential plot to it and it's very intriguing and it has like individual character arcs and i think it goes through all the character arcs really well and it kind of like interweaves in between them like at all times so like how, you know, I describe like odd taxi type, how you do the plot different though, because it's more concise and it's less random feeling. Like it always feels like it's focused on the main plot. Every episode essentially does have its kaiju battle, but you have like the main group who are essentially, they, they unite because they have to like defend the world from these kaijus who keep attacking Tokyo. Even though I don't even know if they're in Tokyo, but whatever, I'll be racist for this matter because in all kaiju series, Tokyo is being attacked. Minus that. Very good plot, very good character arcs, very good and intriguing characters. So I give it an A tier. Um, next show is based off of a game, Super Ashiki. It is trash. It is 
Okay, you know the biggest, uh, you you know Lost in Paradise from JJK, right? Yeah. The band was Ollie. They 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 had Ollie. They are the main band, and then Aklo is the I think the rapper who they had do most of the singing portion of the song, or he does a portion of the the rap in the song. But they were supposed to do the opening, but because of a scandal that I the the one of the the drummers drummer did with like tax fraud or something. They they're like on hiatus as a band, so they removed the opening before the show came out. So the opening never came out, and Lost in Paradise was removed from Spotify for that stupid reason. So I yeah, can't even like playlist. Yeah, dude, I was devastated. As hell. When I saw that. So I didn't even get the only reason I was gonna watch the show for was that opening, which is devastating because it was probably gonna be really good too, because all like all these songs like they hit, bro. So I was mad for that reason. And then outside of that, the show just sucks. It's got a trash plot. It's convoluted. It, none of the impact is there. It's just a bad show. Like, it's, it's just bad. Like, it, it's like you watch Tokyo Ghoul season one, and, like, Tokyo Ghoul season one is definitely underwhelming. But you do have, like, the Kaneki Jason fight at the end of the season. It's good. And you watch season two, and you're like, someone whoever made this season two took the show, threw it in a blender, chopped it up, and then threw it in the trash. Infinite raccoons. That's the type of show you're watching. Lit it on fire. Yeah, they just they lit the raccoon on fire and then they threw that into like the dumpster, and then somehow it's in the sea, the ocean, getting eaten by fish, and now it's fish poop. That's that's what this show went through in its creation. It's just a bad show. Definitely would not recommend it. Next up, Super Cub Slice of Life series. It's about a girl who gets a Honda Super Cub, and. <laughs> Bro, Slice of Life series always have the weirdest plots. Like, there's shows about camping. There's sh- Slice of Life shows have every. This is about a girl who makes friends and gets bonds with people through having a cub as a, it's, a, it's essentially a moped, more or less. That's what it really is. And so she makes friends, and it's just a slice of life where, like, because she has the super cub, she's growing independent. And, like, one of the cool things they do animation wise is, like, whenever like a good moment happens, like the show is like gray toned a lot of the time, but like when a good moment, like it'll be lit up with color when like her outlook changes. So it's like oh, that's lot, cool. It is like a lot of not a lot very much. I've I've stumbled over my words trying to say whatever sentence I was just trying to say. It has very good production for how it animates and delivers its scenes. Is it about like depression? No, it's it's nothing that deep or intricate. It's it's never too it makes like very mundane moments dramatic in like the way a slice of life would but it is entertaining to watch so i'll give it credit for that like i I, it was definitely a fun show to watch but it's such a simple premise that you're like who would watch this it's 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 great in that regard you just don't understand like the appeal to some of these shows until you just watch it just to watch it and you're like that was a watch like might not watch it again but just to watch it it's like enjoyable so i put in b tier um let's see what is next that's not that's not okay um the time i got reincarnated as a slime i'm pretty sure i reviewed season two this is a a, a different studio did this is essentially a spinoff for like it's it's a, a time i got reincarnated as slime diaries more or less so it's like individual seasonal things where like it's it's just it's slice of life for that series. So they take a lot of the moments and they just slice of life it. So there's no plot to it. So in the same vein, it's like watching a show like Super Cub or any other slice of life I watch from, you know, 
last season or any slice of life in general. It's fine. It's cute. If you watch the show, you understand the characters, you know where they come from. That's like, if you don't watch the show, it really doesn't mean anything. If you're just watching a slice of life to watch it, sure, go for it. Then you're just, you know, it, there's better benefits to watching the show because then you'll know the character trope and stuff. But it's a solid, like, C-tier C slice of life. There's nothing crazy special about it. Okay. Next show, Tokyo Revengers. Tell me what you've heard of the show first, Troy, so I can... Um, well, yeah, we were talking before. I heard it was a more shonen-y style of Steins Gate, which is mm -hmm. arguably my favorite show ever. Yeah, I do very much know that. So I was very excited. I can vaguely see the connection. It's you can the, see it because of time travel. There's but... a time travel aspect. There's a girl they're trying to save. Seems like if you made that comparison, you didn't watch either of the shows. You just and read a synopsis of the two and are like, oh, that sounds similar. To be fair, for me, it's a shonen erase because that's literally what it is. Yeah, which that seems and more apt a comparison. Uh, other than erase, like, I, I know the manga I heard is different, like, the way they do the ending and, like, certain plot points is different, so I'm not going to give flack to erase. Like, that's the only part of the series I don't like, really, is the ending. I don't think it's, like, a good as a high as maybe Steins Gate will be when I watch it. But, like, a race is still pretty good. Like, it would have been a solid 8 out of 10 for, like, most of the series until that second ending. And I was like, oh, yeah. Underwhelming. Um, but, yeah, Tokyo Revengers, I stopped watching it because I got busy. But I think where I stopped, I preferred Vivi and... I'd probably say I was enjoying it as much as the fucking white witch in the snow. Sure on. Show. Yep. Like, I mean, off of where, like, off the beginning, yeah. like, if I was going to go like episode for episode, the startings, I probably would have kept them really close because the, for the most part, the starting of Joran, I had like at a decent, like, first four episodes, I was like, I really enjoy these. They're good. I'm yeah, waiting I think for I the stopped deliver. Episode three for both. Yeah. But yeah, like, I don't know. I know people hype it up like crazy, so it's got to mm -hmm. be good. But yeah, I just never got to the point where it gets real good. Because where I was at was interesting. I could see it had, like, dope potential to be mm -hmm. dope. But yeah, it was like, just a fucking middle schooler hanging out with his street so, friends getting to now, do a groundhog's day now that you've given the gist of it i it's time for me to carry this home it starts off really simple but it's funny i have two friends who were like i was calling them today and they were like like one of them was reading it because the other one was reading it just so he can you know beat him competitively so he was like oh yes i started this because i know where you're at so they were talking about it and they're like really invested but it is definitely a show that like the more that happens, the crazier it gets, the more invested you get. So like it has it has this smaller plot point, but because of it's a back and it's future past, future past. Like a race was mainly just past, like only trying to fix the past. Because, you know, like he only has one goal. With uh Tokyo Avengers, the past changes, but like the result you get in the future might not be what you want, or it you might get something you want, but 
how much are you really changing? So that's what you gain for Tokyo. And yeah, so it's it, like more it butterfly effect. Scales up more and more. And like the characters are really intriguing. Like when you get to like the Tokyo Manji game, and it's funny, like they they flex swastikas, which is hilarious because it's like the religious swastikas too. So like when you ever have those, they always have to be censored. It's like why the white beard pirates don't have the OG white beard symbol on Ace's back, bro. Oh, it's so good. But you know, same vibes. But that it's it's about a story about a guy who's just trying to change the future. But like the characters are definitely what sell this series. I will like the plot itself, very simple. And it does build on itself and it gets more and more investing. But I like, I know the part after where the anime is going to end, I know is crazier, especially from, I know someone who's finished it. I know people are reading it. I know how crazy it gets at certain plot points. So as long as it never like falters as a series, it's, the, it's literally selling one of the best series. Like it's like what JJK or Demon Slayer went through, but I don't think the anime is like of those qual. I think the plot is why this sells. The anime has it, anime is working with a good plot. Like if Demon Slayer didn't have a good animation, it wouldn't be at the level. JJK season one, I'd I'd, I'd say like once you get to the Mahito part, which is literally like halfway through the like it's like six episodes in is where the series starts to pick up. So eventually, like it would have gotten its stinking bum rush of popularity. I was going off the very start. People did three episode rule. JJK might not have the popularity it didn't have. It would have without like Mappa backing it. So, but like when you get to like say the later arcs in JJK, yeah, that the popularity exists for a reason. But like Tokyo Avengers, I think definitely has a deserved popularity because of the plot. That's just I'm glad it stayed or yeah stayed good and even got better because I was like. Time travel stuff can get it, it can get it can get messy. very convoluted. So I I it's a very valid point. So but um for the first half of the season, like the it, it like it picks up. So like where you're going to, like there's moments that improve. So like it, it definitely gets, but I'd probably say it reaches A tier for me by the end of the season and probably stay A tier for this season. Like I, I don't like it, depending on how it ends, it could be S tier. But like right now, it's in A tier. Like it has good moments, but the highs haven't pushed it to S tier yet. But like second half of the season could be S tier, for all I know. And I know it definitely does pick up. So knowing where it's roughly going to end, it could very well be very crazy. All right. Mm, I want to say Vivi for last. So let me get these last other shows out the way. There's a show called Let's Make a Mug Cup, which is a slice of life about girls making mugs. I kid you not, I'm going to give it an A tier because it was actually yeah. really good. It's 12 minute <laughs> episodes. It's 12 minute episodes too. And it's just a really good slice of life. Like some slice of lives don't have the emotional impact. This, I had like emotional attachment to like the plot and like the characters. Cause like her mom died, but she used to be a pottery. Like she, she used to do that, right? Work in pottery. And like, she has like really good works. And so she's like, she never knew this was like the path she was going to be in, but she met a friend who was like, Oh, you want to join the pottery club? And so they bond and, really nice slice of life between these girls who just enjoy pottery and then there's a competition in it and it's not like an emphasis of it or anything but it was like they're they're showing their love for plot for pottery and you have like nice moments character moments in it too i don't know bro a tier and it's 12 minute episode so you can watch in half the time of a normal show that's what's so, up bro it's good bro and um next up is the yuki yuna shorts series like the, the from what I sent Justin, he'll be able to find it, but I'm not gonna say the full name of it. It's just a TV series. It's 
it's a fine series like i i watch a lot of shorts you know and i've reviewed them it's like c tier because there's nothing it's funny it does have a through line plot which is about making i think udon or some type of noodles so like it'll come up randomly in a bunch of episodes where like it's like oh we're trying to make the best udon and it's like the, the final episode's like it's not about the udon it's about the friends you made along the way type vibe which is like it really stupid meta reasons like you make up fun for an anime but it's just, it's like three minute episodes and it's just sh- shorts for a, the yuki una series so it's it's really it's got like comedic beats just because of that that are entertaining to watch but see tear because there's nothing to it all right this is i i really want like if you didn't watch vivi 2 i would want to save this one for last because this is also one of my s tiers because zombie land saga is an idol show comedy that is like one of my favorite comedies like the crap is funny as hell and it just also happens to be an idol show with like emotional moments that when i re i rewatched it with a friend because i wanted him to watch it well two friends because i was trying to get both of them to watch it and i rewatched one of the episodes and i downright was it was like the closest i got to crying from a show in so long because because one of the episodes i was like i didn't think i was gonna get that emotional but like it's just a really sad scene off of like this really stupid comedy point because the character dies because they grow facial hair. <laughs> now, the thing is, I believe the character is a trans character, which is even funnier. And so like they just do a really good story arc for it and it delivers so good. And they're like, undeniably, bro, S- and this season ends with a cliffhanger, which is the most absurd thing. I'm, I'll spoil it right now. You get to the end of the series and you're like, all right, they had this concert because the whole town got destroyed because of an earthquake, right? And so they've been trying to like bolster the hopes of the town through like concerts and like trying to give like an emotional core to like keep people not down in their thinking, you know, down in the dumps type thing. So they have a big concert and like they failed the last time, like end of season one, they're about to hold this concert and it's like, oh, they have good momentum. So they're like, let's go for the big stage that can hold 30,000 people. They go to that concert, the start of season one, you start with them literally failing. And it's like, we filled 500 out of 30,000 seats. That's like the start. And it's like funny as crap because of like, like one of the characters goes through depression and it's really dramatic. And like everyone else is like just trying to, they have to pay the debt for that failure. And so you get to, you start with that part of the season. And then the last part of the season, you finish the whole plot. Out of nowhere, there's an alien spaceship that just comes. And that that's the cliffhanger is the most bizarre thing. And if you watch the series, like you're just like, what am I watching? It's funny. There's really good emotional beats. It's just a downright entertaining series. It was one of those shows I watched like last year or two years ago that I was like, this is like, a show that you wouldn't think about watching that was just good and i only watched it because there was an anime clip i saw that was just the two of the two of the girls rapping and i was like i gotta watch it, it it's it's rapping in anime why not let me go for it and it's like they have good music too so I, and the comedy is literally like it's just one of those shows that you'll probably laugh a lot it's a good show and easily recommend esther maybe it's my bias but like it's definitely like it is probably if odd taxi didn't have like this ending like that would have been like this would have been my number one of the season bro because it emotionally gets me for some reason i don't know why it just delivers it's like watching a sad show and you're like dang this is sad 
but like you shouldn't be sad you should be making me laugh like me watching one piece sometimes where you start an arc and you're like ah, oh, this is hilarious and then you get to like backstories and you're like senior pink and you're like this is this is not fun anymore that's, <laughs> that's what you're going through this pain all i know is pain all right Troy. Like, oh he's wearing a diaper that's fun wearing a diaper that's hilarious and then you get to his backstory like why <laughs> why are you so sad yeah, so why you do this to me all right next up vivi vivi is i'll, I'll go out there it's my s tier and i'm almost certain you're giving an s tier too can't imagine you wouldn't give vivi an s tier show was bang no Moggy yeah, tier. My of bad. all the stuff i did watch it was it you, like yeah arguably best of the year it was fucking like i have a friend who like plays near automata it reminds me of like the premise of near where you have like androids in like the society now granted there's still humans involved in the society but it's like that whole metaphysical <laughs> like what does it mean to be an android like what is reality like what are emotions type thing what is what is my purpose in life type thing for androids so crazy plot but go off on what you saw troy um it's been a while since I've watched it. Um, but yeah, just the concept's cool. Because you mm-hmm. got like a fucking android from the robot that's a teddy yeah. bear that's telling an android that she needs to save the future. And that. Because he comes from the future. Yeah. And after a very great analysis, Something that involved, like, she's, like, the only person who can pretty much Yeah, she, like, was fix in things. whatever, some weird stasis. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. But, But it's yeah, because it's of her just... song. Essentially, it's her song that corrupts all the future androids. That's, like, yeah. the thing. And then, like, I guess, the well, for, for this, like, the main uh, plot and, like, the coolness of it. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting to use the android as the main character. Yeah. Because androids are emotionless. Yeah, bro, I like, Matsum- like Matsumoto and Vivi just combo-wise. Yeah. So good. So, like, it was cool to see her, like, you, you're, like, the whole time you're sitting there, like, is she developing emotion? Mm-hmm. Like, is she evolving you're like watching the, all this shit happen and then and then you like get to later episode bro that episode you, do you finish the series right no i still oh, have dang. a few more episodes okay did you get the episode on the island like where they have to go to the one island the last one i got to was right after she saved her sister on the spaceship okay you didn't get to the island one because there's the cliffhanger of that arc that is like bro it is insane like you're you're like a quarter way or a third way through the series but it gets crazier uh it was it was a watch like th- that arc though the one like from beginning to end i think every episode definitely delivered at no time was i like this is like a mediocre episode it was investing good music good wit killed it on some of the action scenes that scene with her fighting her sister the one time in space. Yeah, that shit was tight. That was way too clean. That was that, like that oof. choreo was. Bro, that's that's like that's like a fight of the year that's not gonna get nominated for fight of the year. That's the type of fight scene no. that was, and it, it was deserved like, to win too. Yeah, everyone always. 
I'm not trying to like shit on Naruto because Naruto does have good fights. Naruto's really. But everyone good praises impact. them for their like the intricacy of some of their choreo. I don't think it delivers all the time, but sometimes it does. Like, yeah, there's like moments. There's the one like uh, Naruto and Sasuke versus Momoshiki. Well, no, Lee versus that one Gaara. is awesome. But what's the fucking? Oh my god, I'm having Which... the biggest brain fart. Who, who, who do you know any specific fighters in the fight? It's their fucking sensei. I can't get Gojo out of my head because of his might guy or Kakashi. Kakashi, I was. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> Oh, the no, fucking... you're going to get Naruto stands too angry with that one. The head banner thing. I just saw a meme of them, like, looking <laughs> doing the Spider-Man thing. Yeah. So now I got my wires crossed. When Kakashi's fighting his old friend who came back. Oh, Kakashi versus Obito, and, bro? Yeah, that and is... that fights, and it's mirroring so their childhood. Mm-hmm. And it goes to the childhood. Bro, that's clean. I mean, they do the same thing with the Naruto-Sasuke fight. Granted. Clean as the Naruto Sasuke one doesn't make as much sense because it's like pulling from like essentially filler in the story because it yeah. never barely existed in it, the main. No, plot. it did not. It didn't hit the same. So it's it like is, when they tried to recreate the hallway scene in Daredevil, and you're like, still cool, not the yeah, same. Yeah, it's still cool. It's not as good as the first, but it's still yeah. cool. I mean, yeah, to be fair, like, though, the I mean Daredevil tangent, the one shot take in season three, oh, it's in the hall- one of the mm, yeah, so good. The uh, fuck, what was I saying? Takashi, um, Obito, oh, sister fights. Yeah, the fight in Vivi. Fight in Vivi was better, bro. I'm, it's literally I'm a cap. It doesn't have the emotional like, resonance of like, not as emotional fighting but choreography wise. Should have been dead. Mm. But yeah, the choreo and just the. That level of fucking... And, and let me not discredit. That's so hard the, the, to draw. The emotional like, moment was dude. actually really good. The emotions in the series is really good. No, it definitely was. It just didn't... It had one or like two episodes. The, like, that, 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 that versus, just happens like, to be one of Shippuden's high points, sadly. Yeah, it's like so, literally one of the fan favorites Yeah, with the zenith of his, like, devastating character backstory. Yep. And this was just like her sister turned evil, and she's like, you're yeah, and she's like trying to. She has to like try to save people. It, like she has to prevent cataclysm fucking, events. She literally the entire time's like, I don't want to be fucking. I don't want to fight. I don't want to hurt. And then she like has to. So then she's like, Masamoto, do the thing. And he's do like, the thing, bro. All right. And then she just starts busting heads. You're just like, oh, <laughs> yo, this is so crazy. It was a good fight, bro. But it's such a it's a Magi tier series, like. It was it was up there from last season. I loved it. Yeah, so it was much. the only one because I was I got super busy at work because of the summer. Uh huh. It was the only show besides One Piece that I like. Cause like, it's a new anime, so I couldn't just like. All right. Kind of like I had to like focus as fuck, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't I didn't have it in me to like continue with multiple shows but that was the one of all the new shows where i was like i'm gonna try and like stay i eventually falled off but like i lasted like twice as long on vivi than i did mm. anything else except for one piece, I, I can't i can't wait i can't wait for you to think and finish vivi though it it's a treat and yeah you know, let's am, let let I'm me be it. nice to one piece from what the anime came out with last 
last uh, season, S tier. I'd probably do it every season because if, if it wasn't for Wano's great animation, okay, I know One Piece fans would like kill me for like saying something like that, but I don't think the pacing in Wano's bad. I think the pacing, like every episode delivers in its own way, maybe some more than others. There, like, there's been some notice. Yeah, I agree. It's not bad, but some stuff where you, it stands out where you're like, that's a pacing yeah. thing. Where you're like, it's not like really... but, but there's also episodes that they're really recounting deliver. the plan again. I was like, they recounted yeah. the plan last episode. Okay, but came up with the plan the episode funny. before that. That is that is a very one piece anime thing. Like, if the, it happens in the manga, it's really quick. If it happens in the anime, even in Dressrosa, like, remember when like anime episodes used to take 11 minutes to start? Yeah, like, that was like a crime back then. Wano has not done that. Episodes start. No. Like one minute the late, after the opening. I think the latest one start. after the opening I've noticed. It's like a minute at the longest. Yeah, so three and a half spin the Yeah, and then the opening's two and a half minutes. So like it's yeah. it's like no time at all compared to the old OG. But and like, that was the one I did bitch about it to you where I was like, it, yeah. it goes to every single person where it's like, Are you part of the plan? And it's it's like some shit out of like airplane, yeah. like a fucking I, I, I remember. He goes to them and they nod. Then it goes to the next person. And I'm like, oh, I get it. They're and all to be the fair, fucking to ocean. be fair, they that episode already. did have good moments, but it was like 11 minutes before they finished that. Which is so funny. <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, I get it. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I gotta say, Wano has definitely been like just good anime wise, like animation wise, ever since like Wano started because they got the director who did Film Z and the movie Dragon Ball Super Broly, like. It just it's it's a tighter ship. It doesn't it doesn't have the lulls of animation. It doesn't have a lot of like scenes with just people running. At least when people are running this time, things are happening. It's not just people running from like one one place to like twenty feet ahead of them and taking yeah. like three minutes to get there. You know, yeah, and that's not the thing. They teleport and, and like even even if same. they're including like filler moments, it's not like filler moments that take away. It's filler moments that just exist that maybe when Oda's writing exists in his mind, he just can't show all the time because. Well, yeah, it's you stuff gotta like that. What I was keep saying, on track. They're telling you the plan again. They're telling you where everyone is again. But it's nothing. It's nothing that's like, oh, they added an entire scene to eat up time. It's like it's yeah. not shit like that. They're just milking the existing manga source material. Yeah, they're just every scrap out they can. Things. Now, like a lot, like when you get to the later episodes like the current ones where there's a lot of like in between fighting they add a few like minor characters having moments like even like with kids crew you see a lot of that where they're more involved now than because the there's just not nice. time to show yeah. that in the mall it's nice that's like that's the type that, of filler like that one piece yeah. just never used to use like it used to just be extending yeah one main i think scene. this is the type of filler that feels natural there was a bit of stuff where i was like okay we can move this along when they were on their way to the island Mm -hmm. then there's the episode where jimbe comes back the next episode episode. is one of the best looking ones the one that yeah i didn't want to say one of the best one piece episodes because it's definitely awesome and i love it, it the, like there there are better moments in one yeah, like but, but for an episode of one, one piece moment where they all decided they elevated something that like was not at that level in the manga like nothing nothing could have been at that level bro the like shit where easily he's like we're gonna the same it's the same director who did the the episode fucking... with the warlords right yeah when they but did dude, the reveals 
they pull the swords and crest the wave and then there's the fucking rush of petals with odin looking over them and you're just like gosh so good you're like damn if i could inject that moment into my veins like heroin i would fucking OD. so good bro <laughs> i would od because uh, it would be bad bro oh gosh but yeah like that, I just wanted to, I just wanted to go on that tangent elite. because you know, no, One Piece anime has has definitely been delivering. You know, we talked about mid hero, so you got to talk about One Piece, where it's like, dude, <laughs> oh man, uh, mid hero. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish they weren't doing the things they were doing in the anime. I mean, because... at least in the manga, this current arc ever since like. Batman deck. I, I've enjoyed like every chapter. I just don't. After the overhaul arc, after the Endeavor arc, and now seeing the way that they're presumably going to handle now, anime wise, I don't know if I'll ever be like satisfied. That's what I'm, anymore, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, at least, at least with the manga, I have enough like maybe some things will deliver and sometimes yeah. they do. So it's not just some unabashed hating of my hero. We had a whole episode where we had a lot of positive. Yeah. So. Like, done this. It's a dope show. It's or it's a dope manga, more so than a show at the moment. But it's definitely yeah. like, it's like I'm good shonen. Like if you're watching fantastic. shonen for shonen, yeah. But like, yeah. When there's such better shonen, and then people like will try to put this at that same top when it's like, I think it's doing more on its own to distance itself from the truly great shonen titles anything else anyone like people can be like oh the fan base is off-putting and like well it's um, like, fan base doesn't affect my yeah opinion, but, but exactly but some people it does you know yeah some people always that's like i would yeah. love the series but it's a fan base i'm like that's a terrible excuse for yeah you don't have but to then, interact with the fan base what does it have to do with anything now it's like it's harder to make those arguments for it being the new big three or like the next as good as Naruto or whatever. If I go off of sales, the new big three is Tokyo Avengers, JJK, and uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> but you know how, uh, like, it just gets put into this pool and this class with shows that are, like, really, like, looked on favorably. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm just sitting there being like... like I partially feel bad that it, it kept being treated like it was at that level because it's a disservice dude, that, to, like, how people to- view yeah. it now. Because then now when you look at it, it's just like the gap is growing farther and farther. And then you have shows like JJK, which are just like something like, like Black Clover. I consistently Black... like in the manga. The, I love fucking... the Black Clover manga. Bro, the anime for Black Clover. Anime. Everyone who watches it says it trends up. It like, gets better. Like, because, because the story itself 40. gets better. Yeah. It literally like. I was because I watched the first like twenty episodes and was like, Asta's mm-hmm. the most annoying person ever. To be fair, I literally originally like, wasn't gonna watch the series because I had a headache the the a time my brother was watching the first episode and I was like, oh, dude, yeah. this is trash. I'm never gonna watch. Yeah. And then I then I then I read it, and then I watched it after because I read the manga and I was like, this is really good. So yeah, like I would give Black Clover a second chance, be- but yeah, it's just like a thing. Black Clover and My Hero are, are kind of released similar and looked at in the same vein. Mm-hmm. And then it's like Black Clover seems to be trending up both in the manga and anime where yeah. 
that my hero manga seems like it's trending up but the anime seems like it's kind of lost oh my hero manga is like up down well yeah but like but you know if you were to like take a big picture i would say that it does overall like the better arcs of like you know if if the current arc is like what my villain academia was after overall then yeah i guess there is definitely uphill trajectory we're kind of nearing the peak but it's also the climax of the series so if it delivers it delivers if it doesn't this is the end so yeah dude it's just weird we're like i don't know my hero started out so fucking hot and was like it was a better version of the x-men and then now we're just sitting there and it's like it's not that hmm, anymore no not even close but one piece but, is still fucking goaded. Hey, is what it is. That was a nice tangent, though. I just felt like talking about one piece just, just because it was always on got, this season. Oh, always, always, always got it. There's, there's like Digimon I've been watching. I like the current season, but like I'll save my official review for next season because it'll end for the summer season. So that's when I'll talk about it. But, you know, other than that, it was a good episode. Finally got this done. Finally got this whole tier list done. Justin's going to have a lot of work dealing with uh, making a tier list. But, hey, is what it is. That's what he doesn't get paid for yet. Unless <laughs> you guys want to keep supporting us. One day, uh, we will be making a lot of money off of this, and we will become the overlords of the dark web. But until that day, my <laughs> aspirations will uh, be toned down. So uh, thanks for having you here, Troy, Justin. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And uh, next week, we will be doing our mid-season recap of the summer season. Uh, if Troy has time, I hope he will be included in talking about some of these shows. I've given him at least a small list to work off of, so there's something. But I've give sent me things one that... show. I'll give you one. Uh, what type of show do you want? I, I, can, I can tell you based on what you want. Nah, just random. I'll give you a good show though. So uh, realistically, I'll, I'll probably give you Sunny Boy because I think that might be like the show that I would. Re- it's it's Madhouse is doing it. It's their comeback after like their 17 year hiatus of their last good show. I'm kidding. It's not the case, but Madhouse has definitely not been active. But Madhouse is coming up with a show that is them and Mappa working together, coming out next season. So I do plan on watching that, but. Yeah, I'll I'll send you the show. I'm pretty sure you'll like it. It's it's like a psychological thing, so there's there's potential from that. But yeah, <clears throat> thanks for watching this episode. Next week is us uh, going through the midseason recap, and the week after that, we will be going back to the comic couch with the Incredible Hulk. We'll probably also talk about what if as well. I'm assuming at least. Oh yeah, that's a left. thing. I forgot about so, that. So we'll do we'll do those two then. But uh, until then. That was it. Uh, this is your host, Flaza Dude, signing out. And be sure, again, to check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and Spotify. And uh, see you next time. Peace. Yeah.